on the road to Utopia. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. Uh, Ron, are you out yes. there? Yes, Kevin, I'm here. Awesome. You know, Ron, I always bring in the crazy music to start once in a while. So Yes, we have uh, to talk about that someday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Mary on with us? I, we have a special guest tonight. Mary, are you there? I am here. Awesome. Wow. We have Mary Hermanson on with us tonight. Folks, we have a special treat for you, a special gift. Uh, we have Mary on, Mary Hermanson, uh, Mary Cedar. So welcome, Mary, to uh, the Kevin and Kayla's podcast. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. So um, I thought I'd start with the scripture reading from a reading from a letter to James or from James. And this is uh, verse chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. All good giving, every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no alteration or shadow caused by change. So what I thought about today was Mary is Mary Seats of Wisdom's gift. Mary, your gift to us because of a lot of things that you do in the parish that allow us to be there, allow us to, 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 to be present in the church from, uh, to not only those present in the church, but actually to, actually people that are home watching, people be there. So I think it's a beautiful thing. So Mary, thank you very much for your service. Why don't we talk a little bit about um, what I'm talking about? Maybe some people don't know uh, that listen in about all what you do. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, it's actually been um, an incredible blessing for me. Mary Seat has been such and continues to be such a special place for us and for our family and for our faith. So to be a part of it um, in this way has been just an incredible blessing. So we, um, when, when we were allowed to open our doors again to the building and let people um, come back in and um, worship and praise and, and experience the sacraments, uh, in person and in community. Um, Father Gunderson asked if I would help by organizing the um, volunteers that would be necessary to do that. So I, um, along with Andy, um, Deacon Andy, have pulled together a team of people and we make sure that people come in and are disinfected and we take temperatures so we can make sure that they're safe. We um, help ensure that people stay socially distanced and that we, um, manage that and then we disinfect the church after services are over so after mass or after a baptism or a wedding um, we disinfect the church um, so that it's safe and clean um, for people that are ready and able to come back how many volunteers are there mary well we have people have really stepped up i think that's been something that's been just incredibly beautiful we have over 70 people um, on our list and we have people that are able to can you know come often and then we have people that fill in when there's a need and if I send out a cry for help and say you know Sunday's mass at 9 30 we only have two we need two more um, people step up and step in and we've we've been able to cover really anything that we have um, that we've scheduled and have wanted to do we're going to do eight Christmas masses and this team is going to all be there to make sure that we can let that happen and uh, it's just been beautiful to see how people step up and how willing they are to help and commit their time and whatever time they have. Wow. And, and I know when I come into the church, 
I mean, um, the group, everyone seems to be incredibly welcoming. Um, you know, you don't never feel uncomfortable. I know maybe at first people were feeling uncomfortable about just even getting their temperature taken. And you know, I would imagine there was a comfort level or an uncomfortable level from people. But I always got a sense that the team that you have um, is very welcoming. Oh, that's great to hear. I think, you know, everybody that's done it has said how much they've enjoyed it. And we've all met new people. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's another beautiful thing is that now we get to wel welcome people, whether we see them every day or every weekend, or people that haven't been back yet. Um, it's wonderful to be able to say hello and put faces to names. And, you know, it, we're, it's a short interaction. And, uh, but it's been meaningful, I, you know, hopefully to people that are, that are attending. And I know it has been to the volunteers. Many of them have talked about how um, good it feels to be a part of it. Yeah, now, you know, you mentioned, so our, our masses, you mentioned uh, baptisms, um, and you mentioned weddings, but there's also funerals mm -hmm. that people are also, um, and those are all very important services that we do, um, you know, and I, I think for what's going on for people to be able to either go to mass, receive the Eucharist. I was talking to a fellow parishioner the other day about how important it is for her. She just said, and she comes, I see her at daily mass every once in a while when I go. Um, and she just talked about how she really needs the Eucharist. Um, so I just imagine, so you're touching people in, in that way of allowing them to be there, being a conduit for that. Uh, and then I think about the baptisms that I have presided at, that I've been very fortunate, um, that, again, the families feel safe enough because there's a lot of trepidation, I think, with some of the young parents about bringing their children into church, into the setting. So, um, and the point being is that, so there's a comfort level, but then the other thing is that because of COVID, we've had to spread out our baptisms to where I think we're back to one family. I don't know if we're back to two, but for a while there we were one family. So that means that there's more baptism, which means that the volunteers are there a lot more often. Right, absolutely. And um, we were at one and then I think early November we went to two and then with the recent changes, I think we're back to doing one. one again. Um, yeah, and you know, everybody, we all know this, everybody's at a different place in their comfort and, you, and, yeah. and we respect, I respect, everybody respects that. Some families are comfortable having a larger group, some are not. Um, and so we're, we wanna accommodate wherever people are. And um, yeah, it's especially I think weddings and baptisms and funerals because they're family, um, they're things you wanna share with your family. Yeah. And then that generally involves you know, multiple generations. And so how do you make decisions around, around that? But we've, I think to be able, those are the sacraments that have just to me been beautiful to watch. Um, and to be a part of, I think, to be able to, you know, there's a lot going on right now in our world, and to be able to have a funeral and to yeah. celebrate someone's life and to do that in the way that that is meaningful to us. Um, I, I consider myself, and and I and I know the volunteers consider themselves really lucky to be able to help make to help let that happen. Yeah, you know, and I my uncle passed away in October. And I was at um, a parish out in near Mundelein. And um, so all the volunteers were there and they were separating people as you walked in. 
And, you know, there was honestly a little bit of trepidation of, were they going to handle it as well as Mary's seat, you know, is how they, you know, keep people, uh, you know, with a mask on and everything. And they did. So, I mean, you're, it, it's really a, a wonderful, um, you know, gift that you're bringing to, to our parish. I'm such a role model. What, um, what kind of brought you to, what called you to that, to this, at this point in time? Yeah, well, you know, I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm between jobs um, or uh, I don't know if I'm between or at the end, but I'm currently not working. And so I do have time and I've been spending more time at, uh, at Mary C pre pandemic. Um, I was spending more time at daily mass and some things. And so um, I'd had conversations with Father Gunderson and some others about looking for other ways to maybe get involved. Um, and, and really, I pre-pandemic had spent a lot of time reading and looking to understand my faith in a, in a deeper way. Um, and through that, have been really curious to learn more. So um, again, had some conversations. And so when this came up, when the restrictions were started to be lifted from the state and when the archdiocese said that we would be able to gather again. Um, there were there were things in place that had to be met. And so Father Gunderson called and asked me if I would help out. You know, I think it's like anything that's happened with this pandemic. You never think it's going to last as long as it does. I certainly, I don't, you know, I don't think last March we all thought we'd still be doing this. And last June when we started to open up again, I don't think we'd still be doing this. But, you know, we will all continue. And um, yeah, it, it's really been a beautiful, like I just keep saying, it's really been, people thank me so often and that's really nice, but it's just through the grace of the people at Mary Seat of Wisdom that this has gone as well as it has. So, so you're called, you're literally, not figuratively, you're literally called. So, yeah. um, so <laughs> I think a lot of people that, know that call. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ron, you want to jump in here? Yes. Uh, you know, Mary, uh, Kevin and I have been talking a lot about Advent mm -hmm. and uh, the whole idea of once again celebrating uh, the relationship that we have with our God who came among us. And uh, the more that we see going on in our parishes now, uh, and what you're doing with the other volunteers, because they are that, all this is bringing, is giving the opportunity to bring people to the Lord yeah. and to celebrate uh, that important part of this Advent season. Actually, as Kevin and I have talked, we've been in Advent since March. <laughs> right, you know, uh, expecting, hoping, and now there is some light coming. Uh, it's coming right around Christmas time. I, I really see a, co a connection here uh, because, you know, God doesn't bring evil into the world. Uh, that comes because of bad choices that human beings make. But uh, God is always looking for ways to bring healing and, and life into people. So we're beginning to see that coming now with yeah. the vaccines. Uh, so, uh, yes, if you, if you step back and look at the spirituality here, and I heard you say that tonight in many different ways, uh, this is what this uh, temporary ministry is all about. It's enabling people to come to the Lord at times in their life when things are happy or sad and continue to be able to celebrate that even though we're under these restrictions. So without the help of all these folks and yourself, you know, that couldn't have happened. So God is working, you know, in these wonderful ways 
uh, at Mary Seat and at uh, so many of our churches too. Uh, there is, this is able to happen. So when I talked to Kevin, I said, Kevin, we have to get people like uh, Mary Ann and uh, Carol Knozer, who uh, does the work with the liturgy people preparing for all these masses. Because I don't know, sometimes people just come and they assume that or take it for granted. It was good to open this, I think, for people to see. Um, and I think the more we do that, the more we get people interested in wanting to serve God in their communities in different ways. So this is part of the, the new evangelization that Father Derek is always talking about, too, um, you know, to bring people to the Lord. So I, I want to thank you for all this and all the folks who work with you. Well, thank you. You know, I think um, I've had many people, in my, I, I'm myself included, who have, through this, you know, slowdown of life that's occurred, um, have really realized how much their faith and, and, and means to them and, you know, physically being together and present and, and receiving the Eucharist. I received a note from somebody the other day just about how much she didn't realize she, how much she missed it until she came back. Mm. And um, we've all, we've all had, you know, I think everybody has had different feelings with that. And even for those who haven't returned yet because they're not comfortable or they have, comp you know, compromised health or what have you, um, some of, some people come to daily mass because there's there's less of a crowd. Some people come to adoration um, because they can come and worship in that way. But I think it's beautiful that we've been able to open so many of the sacraments so that people can come where they're comfortable and where they're ready. Um, yeah, it's just it's been amazing. What's amazing too uh, in this whole thing is that uh, when um, the Christmas schedule was put out. Uh, obviously, people see that as that one time when they do want to physically be present rather than uh, to watch something online. And those slots filled up in a hurry, so much so that uh, we have, as you said, eight masses, uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And the latest one to add was at 1230 on Christmas Day, and that filled up almost immediately. So we're going to see folks who perhaps have not been able or uh, afraid to come. Mm -hmm. And uh, you and your and the team there are making it possible for that to happen. So, you know, I, I see that as a great blessing and how God is working in the midst of all this. Isn't that the truth? Isn't it? I think that's just beautiful that we opened up a mass and how, how many people want to come. I mean, that is a yes. beautiful beautiful thing and um you know there's a lot of those little things that we wouldn't have seen if this hadn't happened yeah. little little graces and joys and miracles that are still happening every day right there is light as you said father ron absolutely right well and the tree of mary you know you, a lot of people get the call so sometimes you literally got the call but you also had to say yes um you know you could you, you know the spirit has moved you uh, and that's a wonderful thing. Um, I also did want to talk, Mary, and ask you about, you know, you said you're going to school. Can you tell, tell everyone what, you, what are you going to school for? Yeah, yeah, this has been, um, I, I've just been on a really amazing journey, I think, in the last, I don't know, probably year um, with uh, learning. And I've always felt strong about my faith, but I've wanted to understand it more. And I've wanted to, I guess, study it more. And so I've done a lot of reading. Um, and then in talking to folks, I found out a program that the Archdiocese does 
um, up by uh, at the Mundelein Ceremony uh, Seminary. It's called the Lay Leadership Program, mm -hmm. and we actually have several people at Mary Seat that have been through it. So I started inquiring about it, and I um, signed up to do it. And it's a two-year program. We meet on um, Monday nights. Um, you know, we're doing it virtually these days, like everything else, but. It's a program that's meant for lay people in the church and lay leaders to, it's a combination of kind of academic study as well as spiritual formation. Um, we did Introduction to Divine Revelation was the class we took this fall. And it was just, it was fantastic. It is, um, so, you know, the two of you have studied a lot <laughs> and certainly know this, and I've always believed my faith was beautiful, but when I, the more I read, um, the word, the more I study um, and learn more about sort of the, the Jesus and his life. And, and frankly, the more I read the word in the Bible, the more it all makes even more sense. That's an incredible story, Mary. And the fact that you're sharing this, you may be attracting other people to kind of want to deepen their faith too. Uh, so thank you for that. That, that is tremendous investment that you're making that's going to help you personally and uh, touch other folks too. This is what this is what we need to do because there is some concern uh, about people, you know, coming to church, especially young folks today. Uh, they kind of gave up on it, and uh, we don't know what's going to happen after the vaccine gets around and we'll be opening things. Uh, will these people come? And um, you know, I think that's another challenge we're going to have in the near future. But just listening to your story tonight and. And this is, uh, Kevin, this is what Bishop Barron has always been pushing too. He's saying, you know, we can't have a bland faith. We need to know about our faith. We need to understand it. We need to go in and, and pursue the meaning of it. That's what they're looking for because there is no debate between faith and reason. Um, and uh, Mary's given us a wonderful example of that. Mary, do you, so... You, you're enjoying the blend of the academics and the spirituality yeah. yeah you know I um I was personally I was kind of intimidated about the academic side of it I thought it would be super hard for me to but th th the whole purpose of the course is for people like myself who haven't got a you know who haven't studied theology and who don't have a degree um and it's it, you know but I don't know how to put it so the, so the class that we took was about introduction to divine revelation. And we spent a lot of time just talking about how you read the Bible and, and, um, and how to put things into the context to understand what um, the message that's being shared with us. And that really the Bible is all about the revelation um, of Jesus and his relationship that he desires to have with us. So, I mean, this, this is a conversation, like even the last two minutes, I couldn't have had six months ago. Uh, that's wonderful. I don't, Mary, are you acquainted with that uh, filming of the life of Jesus that the evangelicals are putting out called The Chosen? Oh, I have heard of it. I have not seen it, but yes. I have heard of it. Uh, well, I have purchased several of these. One of the uh, ladies' groups, what do we call those? Uh, CCW? Oh, no, uh, yeah, yes, uh, St. Patrick's. Mm -hmm. Uh, I told them about it on, a, on one of our uh, sessions, and so I bought them the, uh, the video, and it's eight, uh, eight presentations each an hour, and I said, start circulating this around your group, 
And if you know young people, especially who may have been away, let them watch this because it does beautifully bring out the humanity of Jesus and makes him very appealing so that they will want to know more. So this is a great opportunity that we have uh, for all this today. And you're one of the people who's, you know, heard the call inside your heart and you've responded. So uh, that's good news. Very good news, Kevin. Well, it took me, I mean, just to, I, I kind of laugh. I was talking to a friend of mine. I said, my life has really been a journey of, of having to get knocked in the head that I actually don't have control. <laughs> it's no. taken me a while to, um, and yeah, and, and to trust the, to, to trust the plan that Jesus and, and, you know, that God has for each of us. And I don't know what's next. I'm certainly, you know, always said I was in between jobs, but who knows what'll, what'll, what's laid out for me next, but I'm really loving where I'm at right now. Well, we know what's laid up for you right now, and right. that's the, the direction uh, of the uh, effort now to be able to uh, make the church safe for our services. So that's, that's the first call, and you've responded to that, and other things have opened. That's, that's wonderful. It is. It's beautiful. It really is. Very impressive. Well, uh, everyone, the clock on the wall, uh, <laughs> always tells me that it's time to wrap up. Uh, Mary, uh, you're, you know, as Bishop Bartosik said in one of Mass uh, homily, I heard him say a couple of years ago, he said, you know, all good comes from God, and that's what James was about. So, yeah, so your goodness comes from God, and so you're a blessing to us, and you're blessed by God. So, uh, wish you, uh, you, Craig, and, and Charlie, a uh, uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and uh, to everyone that's a part of that ministry, God bless them as well and their families. And, Thank you for allowing us all of the liturgies inside the church. Yeah, ditto to, to uh, Kevin's remarks, Mary. Um, we had this thought, and this is a good thing for us to pursue, Kevin, to start uh, interviewing some people who are making things possible at Mary Seat that perhaps a lot of people are not aware of. Uh, so we, we can see that now in Mary. And there are others, too, that perhaps we need to talk to. And uh, we see how God is working in various ways uh, among our uh, people who are involved in making our church alive and giving people the opportunity to participate. Right. All right, Ron. Uh, before we finish with my uh, my new music, different music selection to finish the book, <laughs> do you have a prayer and a blessing for us? Well, you know what, Kevin, I want to say something to our listeners. Um, we're doing this interview uh, at the start of the O Antiphons. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Gosh yeah, darn started, me. It started actually uh, on the 17th, which is the day yeah. we are doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. And I want to tell the folks they can go on Google and put the O Antiphons in there, and they will get a whole history of how these started and who wrote yeah. them. And that's there. So I thought we could end today with the O Antiphon for today, Got which it. is, O wisdom, wisdom, O wisdom, proceeding from the mouth of the Most High, come and save us. And uh, we're seeing that lived out today in what Mary shared with us. The Lord is coming uh, through people like her uh, that are bringing Jesus interview. So uh, what a nice connection that is. 
and a blessing, please. And so may Almighty God bless all of us who are gathered here at this podcast and be with us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Happy Advent, everyone. God bless y'all. And we're going to finish with my one of my songs here. Hold on. Annie Lennox. Gone rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. For Jesus Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's powers when we were gone astray.